Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs. Hello and welcome along to episode 138 of the Talking Dogs on Thursday podcast with myself, Barry Drake. Of course, it's all about the Boyle Sports Irish Greyhound Derby uh, over the course of the last couple of weeks and uh, very much looking forward to uh, the competition as well over the uh, next couple of weeks. It really is the standout um, event on the racing calendar. And of course, uh, this year's derby is full of talented performers and we're going to speak with a man now of of course, a young trainer, Scott Feelin, who must be um, having the time of his life um, with his star lady, 365, who's into round three of the 2023 Boyle Sports Irish Greyhound Derby uh, on Saturday night at Shelburne Park. And firstly, we'll say hello to um, Scott, who joins us on the podcast. Hello to you, Scott. Hey, Barry. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, look, it's always um, you know great to catch up um, with you. Uh, we've spoke to you in the past, but as I said, three six five has been bringing yourself and I suppose all the supporters of your kennel on one fantastic journey. Yeah, it's just a great pitch. We're having serious crack water now. Um, we're getting a great run of form, and long may it keep going. And tell us a small bit um, about three six five. How you came about her, and um, you know some of her progress uh, be- before the Irish Greyhound Derby. Well, it was actually a funny story how we got her. We um, there was a few of us were drinking one night. It was the middle of lockdown. It was a party, and we got a, a keg of Heineken for the uh, for the party. And Cheltenham was on at the time, and we all put money in a little kitty, and we said we back a few horses, and it wasn't going well at all. For, until heaven help us, Paul Hennessy's her friend. And we threw what we had less than her at 33 to 1, and we won a nice few pound off that. So, uh, drunk talk anyway, we said we'd buy a dog, and it ended up being 365. <laughs> wow, that's a fantastic story. And of course, like Heaven Help Us was trained by Paul Hennessy, and that was such a, a wonderful story written by Richie Condon, of course. Uh, you know, two two families heavily involved in Greyhound Race, and so you went on to purchase 365, and I suppose that the rest is history. That's it, yeah. I remember going up to collect the money off the lads the next day and one of them forgot all about it. He couldn't even remember he was after drinking that many paints. So, <laughs> so we named the syndicate pints of Heino after the, obviously the keg of Heineken. <laughs> Very good. And of course you're based in, is it uh, Dunlavin, you said, in County Wicklow, Scott? Dunlavin and Wicklow, yeah. We only bought a house, me and the girl from Kira. She's into the, she's the, um, her family have the Katunda prefix. So we recently bought a house in Dunlavin together and we've uh, built our own kennels and all, so it's flying for us now at the minute and hopefully it keeps going very good yeah I think I see a picture of the, the wonderful setup that you have recently on, on Facebook so fair play to yourself and, and Kira. so it's obviously something you're taking really seriously yeah it's always something I wanted to do like, but, um, we have a nice number of dogs we've nine there now at the minute so um, hopefully we could probably take in a few more um, nice to get another few syndicate dogs in we're we'll after to get set up a big syndicate in the town here. We bought a nice young Maliki dog, so we're looking forward to him now. He's 10 months old, so hopefully he'll be wanting to keep an eye on out soon. Brilliant stuff. And speaking of 365, um, you know, as I said, there must be unbelievable excitement uh, going uh, going around, obviously, to be competing at the, the highest level in Greyhound Racing into the third round, and, you know, after posting two fantastic performances in previous weeks. Yeah, we're delighted with her. She, she has a problem going in. She had a problem going into the... Uh, into the derby from the Conquer Cullen in the second round of the Conquer Cullen she spit a web and we got it back to probably 90% right 
and we said, right, last minute, we said, right, we'll throw her in to the Derby rather than getting something done on it. We said we'd transfer in the Derby. She's probably due in season, not too long after the Derby. So we said we'd take one more crack at it. And unfortunately, in the first round, it split back open again. So we just had to nurse her for the week. We got her back right. Um, and then last week, it opened up. It's, it's, it's kind of fully open now, so we're not too bad. But um, she's after ripping her juke line a lot now as well. So she's on the, on the bench for the week. So Fresh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So look, it hasn't been plain sailing, but she's such a tough lady, and we all love her, you know, style of running. We love to see these, um, you know, fantastic athletes uh, putting on powerful finishes. And I suppose when you have one like that, you always have a chance. I don't think um, she never gives up. She she's as tough as nails. A lot of dogs wouldn't run with the, the little nick she has on her toes and the adrenaline going through her. So she's absolutely mad. She's um, She's chasing absolutely mental. There's, it can't see it really stopping her much. Um, the last she's got, she's getting a bad habit of a pawn at the box, and trying trying to get her out of that now. So probably just being too fresh. And if she's if she's right Saturday night, I think she's very hard to keep out of frame. Yeah, she's sure we're all going well. Of course, look, it's a fantastic lineup as well with the likes of Romeo Magico in trap number one, Hanover Phantom uh, in trap number three, four is Droopy's Got It, five Droopy's Nice One, and six Clan Brian Treaty. So, look, I suppose, Scott, there's nothing easy um, in this competition. It's a tough eat, but drawn well in trap number two, and you'll be hoping she can produce one of her better starts, no doubt. Yeah, it, every, every heat from now on is going to be very tough, but. Um no, we know what she's capable of. If she if she can do, she's well able to smash out. She's shown it in her seven fifty runs. She she showed it in the the stepping round of the Oaks as well. She has that break in her. I mean, we're just hoping that she she can produce it now Saturday night and get on the fence and hopefully we just run into a qualifying position. Exactly. That's all. It, that's what it's all about. And tell us, um, uh, Scott, for, for yourself and Kira and all your families, uh, how big how big a deal is this to be competing? Um, you know, in the one hundred and twenty five thousand euro to the winner, uh, Boyle Sports Irish Greyhound Derby. That's massive. For us. Um, we only took out the license early last year, and tell me, if you told me now that I'd have a derby running to the third round of a derby this year, I'd be told you were messing. So. Um, yeah, look, we're delighted. Um, never thought we'd probably even get a dog to a derby, never mind get this far into it. And just hopefully she can keep going now for the lads and, yeah. and swap her for anything in the derby. That's Very good, Scott. And how are the, the lads, uh, the uh, points of Hino Syndicate um, going? Are they enjoying the, the, the trailer? Are they drinking plenty of points on a Saturday night? Oh, oh yeah, the Shelburne drink right. <laughs> They're loving it, Jeb. There's a lot of them now massive syndicate lads there's just 12 or 13 lads that are going now every Saturday night they aren't even involved in it to watch a run and then they're after purchasing this Maliki dog so his name is going to be he's going to be called Wolf and it's the Rovers Army Syndicate so hopefully you see that head in Shelburne soon enough yeah, that's fantastic. Great to see, you know, I suppose so many following 365's progress and, you know, syndicates. I think that's uh, what makes our sport that uh, great, spe- so special, great to have all those syndicates involved around the country. So, look, I suppose, uh, finally, before we finish up, Scott, um, you know, obviously from speaking to you um, in the past as well, um, it certainly seems like uh, yourself and Kira, you know, you're, you're people that are on a mission and um, you'll, be, you'll be hoping to enjoy plenty more success going forward. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We've, we've a nice few dogs now to come in, and we've one or two there at the minute that are very good. I'm quite fierce and lucky not to win the uh, time there. We've got a dog, uh, Sid Kira's father and uncle on him, and 
he was just coming into the challenging position after third bend. He'd have won the race, so he, he got his foot just caught in the muzzle. Just coming into the third bend, and he went over himself. So he was lucky. We ran him in the derby as well. Um, he's a very, very fast dog. He's just he's probably a bit big at the minute. He's he's an 85-pound dog. He probably is a frame of a 95-pound dog. He's still only coming into himself. If that lad hits it somebody, he'll do a serious run. Certainly, want to keep an eye on there. Well, uh, look, Scott, we're wishing uh, your yourself, Karen. You know, I'll connect it uh, two, three, six, five. Dead. The very best of luck on Saturday night. We'll certainly uh, be shouting her on, and uh, hopefully, she can progress into the next round. And uh, best of luck, of course, going forward with your uh, training careers. And uh, we look forward to catching up with you again um, in the near future. Thanks so much uh, for joining us on the Talking Dogs on Thursday podcast. Thanks for having me on. Now we're going to move on to our second guest, another young trainer that has been making a, a really big name for himself um, over the course of the uh, last couple of years. Of course, the the man uh, Gerard O'Brien, based down there uh, near Villierstown, Capaquin, down there in Germana, um, in County Waterford. Of course, the the man that would have um, sold the uh, brilliant Germana uh, book. Of course, Gerard had him in his care uh, for quite some time. Uh, but now we're going to say hello to Gerard O'Brien, who uh, kindly joins us on the podcast. So, Garo, thanks uh, for joining us um, on today's uh, episode of the Talking Dogs on Thursday podcast. Thanks for having me, Barry. As I said, I gave you a big introduction there. Um, Garo Germano, Bucco, of course, um, you know, proving very popular now at Stud. Of course, we all seen the, you know, electric and sensational performances he posted. And he was in your care for, for I suppose, a long time, really. Um, tell us about that and how long you had him for. Yeah, I suppose I'd say I bought him when he was uh, three months old. Um, and we kind of reared him away here. We bought him off Eamon Unia. He bred him. And uh, we just reared him away and started school. And uh, in fairness to him, he always looked very good. Like, um, So, yeah. Um, and, I know, and I know like he was obviously doing massive trials as well. And I think you were turning down offers for, for a good period of time. Yeah, I think um, geez, there's... There was two or three months there that we were turned down offers for him, I suppose. And it was only by chance he was supposed to run in, in Yall um, in a pups race. And he got sick the two or three days before. And we said we wouldn't run him. And then we said we'd go for Kilkenny. And, yeah, we, he qualified in Kilkenny. And he was he was sold the next day then after that. But uh, he'd done a big run there. He kind of took to the place. So, uh, he was an awful fast dog, like. He sure was, and I know yourself and your dad and all connected here. Kennel, I suppose, got great satisfaction out of the, the performances he posted on the track, and I know you were his biggest fans and you know great supporters of him. Yeah, yeah, I used to be hard not to be a fan of him. He was he was a rocket, like so. Um, used to be a long time trying to find one like him again. Anyway, that's for sure. I know exactly, and of course, look great to see him as well. You know, doing doing so well in his you know short stud career so far. Yeah, yeah, and he's he's proven fairly popular, I suppose, and. Uh, I'd say he think, I think he's after getting about 40 bitches. So, um, yeah, he's, uh, I think the oldest of them are maybe February's or January, so they're just just starting to hit the tracks now, so hopefully he'll have uh, something nice over the next few months. Yeah, exactly. Certainly will be keeping yeah, a close eye on him. And, Garrod, look, I've obviously caught up with you on one or two occasions in the past, um, you know, about the podcast. I remember speaking to you, and, you know, you were just, I think, taking out your trainer's um, license back then. It's probably, a, you know, a, a year or two or maybe three years ago at this stage. But, yeah. um, you know, obviously you, you, you must be delighted with the way things are going for you. Ah, uh, yeah. Look, um, we've been lucky, I suppose, Barry. Um, there's been a few nice dogs there, and... Um, we're kind of mainly doing schooling now, to be honest. Um, I've only 
maybe five or six race dogs, and there could be there be could be twenty dogs um, schooling at the one time, maybe twenty five. So we're kept busy with that. Um, but look, it's it's me and it's my mother and my father and my two brothers. Um, we're all here at them, so I definitely wouldn't be able to do it without them. So yeah, I'm very grateful for them, really. Yeah, fair play. And of course, um, look, we have to talk about um, Dramano Dano, who is a greyhound that I think has made unbelievable progress over the ca- course of you know the last you know month or two. Um, you know, he was running in you know I suppose kind of good graded company, you know maybe A three company there back in May and June, and then of course he went on to win in Waterford when winning a you know a, a, having a wide margin success in an A one contest. You must be thrilled with the, the progress he's made since that. Uh, you know, a stunning performance in Waterford. Yeah, yeah. Um, he flew that night in fairness to him, and uh, but he he was kind of he was schooled and he was raced around Waterford before we bought him off James. Um, so he knew the place well anyway, and um, yeah, he just took off that night. Now in fairness, and um, uh, he's he's taken to Shelburne well as well. Thanks. And of course, you, I know you were telling me off here came in as a reserve garrod for for the for the twenty twenty three renewal of the Boyle Sports Irish Ground Derby. So that's an incredible story. Yeah, he came in and uh, it was. I got a text on the Friday night. So I say it was around nine o'clock Friday night. I'm asking would he run on the Saturday. So um, I was talking to Mike, Michael and my father. They owned the dogs, so they said I'll throw him in and we have a bit of crack. And uh, yeah, he qualified the first night anyway. So we were delighted. We were buzzing coming home. Yeah, of course. Look, it was obviously great to qualify the first night because that was a hot heat as well, and it was one in twenty twenty nine twenty six by Scott He was only beating five and a half lengths, but um, I thought his run last weekend was 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 just incredible, really, because you know he he broke well and showed lovely pace around the opening turns, and you know sober glory. I think is is one of the, the strongest finishers in in the competition. So for him to turn second, um, you know, which which won't be the case in too many occasions, and only to be beat three lengths in twenty nine. 42 just thought it was a stunning performance Garrod ah yeah look he ran well um, he showed he's coming out of the box well above there I suppose he, I think he might be lacking a small bit um, from the 20 yards before the third bend maybe and then he kind of kicks again but uh, no he's running well we're delighted with him he's a good genuine genuine dog like um, so yeah we're having a bit of crack in him anyway so. what, what's the excitement like at home at the moment yeah we're all we're, everyone's both in the yard Everyone's buzzing here, so um, yeah. Just look if you if you qualify another round, it'd be fantastic. Do you know, um, hopefully it's a very hot heat now, um, awful hot, but. Uh yeah, in fairness, it does look, I suppose, one of the, the toughest heats of, uh, on Saturday night with, you know, Ballyhimmick and Rex, I suppose, uh, another uh, Billy Dunn there with strong yawl roots. Um, so great to see him doing so well as well. You have two clone and Duke, three, the other Kobe, four well met. You're in five with Jermaine Adano and another really fast ground and six in the, the shape of Roy Hope uh, Beach. So, as you said, it really, really is, um, you know, a mouthwatering clash. Yeah, uh, look, I'd say... He might never be in a hotter race than that now, but look, uh, it's brilliant to be there anyway. And uh, he's been running well, so I suppose he deserves to take his chance in us and all. But uh, I'd say we've been more hopeful than confident now that he qualified, you know. Exactly. Well, sure. Look, you're there, and um, you know, hopefully, he can pr- he can produce another uh, big performance. Will there be many of you making the trip on on, on Saturday night, Garrod? Um, I'd say myself, anyway, my father, and uh, Steve, the the younger brother, and uh, maybe my mother as well. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll we'll go up anyway and uh, support him anyway. So we'll have to wait and see what happens after that.
Yeah, fair, fair, fair play. And um, as I said, look, you're, you're kept busy with the, the schooling and stuff like that, but um, have you anything else of interest, um, you know, running at the moment? Um, I like, um, we've won down there, Barry, uh, Drew Fee's foremost. Um, he looks a nice dog. Um, I only, we only have him about six or seven weeks, I'd say. Um, he ran on racing in a Scarty, and uh, we got him down after that, but... No, he looks um he looks a nice dog now, a, a strong runner. Um and he won his third or fourth race in Shelburne in twenty eight forty seven. Uh come from off the pace. So he looks to be a nice dog. Um and there's one or two others. Um there's a bitch we actually she's a, a little sister to Belly Himmick and Rex and Leo. We bought her off Billy and uh she had her we bought her after our first race, she came in season, so she'll be having her first race there soon enough. Uh first race for us. Oh, brilliant. And, um, she looks to be a nice little bitch as well. We'd have a bit of crack with her. Yeah, sounds like there's a lot to, to look forward to. And just remind us, Gerald, what age are you again? Uh, 20, I was 23 there in June so I was so I get no one now better <laughs> stop no no it's got feeling on now just before you as I said with 365 Scott has probably got a couple of years on you but 23 and you know to have a dog in the, the third round of the Irish Ground Derby is fairy tale um, stuff um, Gerald and of course no doubt yourself and you know your family you know have been watching the Irish Ground Derby for, for, for many years it really is a wonderful spectacle isn't it Art is unreal. Uh, the buzz up there now last week, the week before, was just unbelievable. Um, she had the best dogs in the country there in Shelburne on the one night, like, so at his class now. Um, so it's just brilliant to be a part of it. Yeah, and obviously, of course, with Michael O'Donovan training, um, Germano, Bucko at that time, you're, you're obviously, you know, very familiar with him at this stage, and I'm sure you must be um, quite a fan of Kulavani Hoffa. Ah, he's class. He is unbelievable now, so... Um, Look, it'd be brilliant. It'd be brilliant if he could go on and win it because to be off a year, to track a year and to come back to win a derby, it'd be it'd be just class altogether now. But um, yeah, there's no more, no one more capable of doing it than 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 Mick anyway. Yeah, exactly. Look, that would be quite a story as well. There's so many, there's so many wonderful stories every year. The Irish Ground Derby throws up these great stories. Yourself, um, you know, with Tremaine or Dano, it's one of those stories to be competing at A3 level back in June and now very much um, in the mix in the in the third round. It's great to see a great to see a young trainer doing so well, and we're wishing you continued success in the world of greyhound racing, Garrod. It's always a pleasure to speak with you, and um, we'll certainly be rooting for you, for you on Saturday night. The best of luck to yourself and all connected with your kennels down there in County Waterford thanks a million Barry Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake for all the latest Greyhound racing news check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs